Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You... Go after your passion, because if you're passionate and also skilled at doing something, then it kind of puts you a step ahead of anybody else who it might be a secondary gift. If it's your primary gift, then go after it. But like I'm saying, you know, set the realistic goals. Keep yourself accountable. Constantly look at your goals. Welcome to The Entrepreneurial You, the podcast for passionate and dedicated entrepreneurs seeking inspiration. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porto. Be sure to check out the Entrepreneurial You Facebook group and keep checking hennikawatkissporter.com for updates. Leave me a voicemail on the website. Just click the tab to the middle right of the screen or send me an email at hennikawatkissporter at gmail.com to let me know how this podcast is helping you. You may just get a special shout out in the process. Who knows? Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, my peak performers. Are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then Bookophilia is the place to be. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking about our upcoming virtual conference and expo. It's happening September 25 to 28. And over these four days, I have John Lee Dumas, J.V. Crum, Malcolm M.J. Harris, and Chris Miles, just to name a few, to move you from stock to unstock, allowing you to create profits and achieve success quickly. Registration is now open, so go to hennikawatkissporter.com and click on the Register for Conference tab. In the meantime, let's hear from Chris Miles cash flow expert about why you should attend this conference. Hey everyone, it's Chris Miles here, cash flow expert. I'm going to be teaching you how to successfully manage your cash flow so you have optimal business growth. And I tell you, like the number one reason that people go out of business, the reason why business fails is not because it's not a good idea, it's because they lack the cash flow, they don't have the profit. And when you don't have profit, you don't have cash flow, you're not in business. And so if you seriously want to have more money, more money back in your pocket so you don't just own a job but you own a real business that pays you, you want to check this out. Today's guest is known as a renaissance man and a multi-talented inspirational communicator. He's a mentor, motivator, and educator addressing people's mental, spiritual, and emotional needs through various means. He writes inspirational books and blogs, speaks, coaches, and produces inspirational music. As a result of his tremendous accomplishments, he's been featured over 100 times in or on the following media, various online publications, including the Huffington Post, TV shows, podcasts, radio shows, newspaper and magazines. I'm super excited, of course, to welcome Damon Daryl Naylor to The Entrepreneurial You. Welcome, Damon. 
Hi, how's it going? How's it going? We're glad to be here and we thank you for the opportunity, sis. We appreciate you. Yeah, we're glad to have you too. I'm based in Jamaica and it's quite nice here in Jamaica on my birthday. Although when this airs, it won't (laughs) be my birthday, but yeah. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Beautiful day for your birthday. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I have a fun question, right? Which I normally start off the, the show with a fun question and it's always different for each of my guests. So your question goes like this. If you could choose an imaginary friend, who would you choose and why? Let's see. Imaginary friend. I would have to choose a superhero and it would have to be Superman because he can do so much. We could fly. We could, you know, do all kinds of things and just super things. So I would have to say Superman would have to be my imaginary friend because of just all of the things that we will be able to do. We will be enabled and empowered to do. So I would say Superman. Super, super. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) with that being said, I want you to now go ahead and plug your social media handle, whichever platform that you're most prevalent on. You can share that with our community. I guess I'm on Facebook. I engage the most there. And it's at Damon, D-A-M-O-N dot Nailer. That's N-A-I-L-E-R. So Damon dot Nailer. And then my Twitter handle is D-A-R-I-L-1, the number one. So that's the real um, D-A-R-I-L-1. And I, like I said, I'm on those the most. So you can find me at either of those. Yes. And of course, my peak performance community members, they know that they can reach me at hennikawatkesporter.com, patoapparel.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus and LinkedIn as well, Henika Watkins Porter and Patwa Apparel. So go right ahead and hook us up. If we're saying something and you want to share that out, you want to tweet it out, by all means, go right ahead. So we're going to be having a conversation now with Damon and we're going to be talking about the entrepreneurial journey. You know, what it was like for you when you started and what's it like now. And, and just, just take us along that journey of entrepreneurship for you. Okay. It starts off, I actually, I'm a, I'm a former educator and I'm a former elementary educator to be specific. And I taught for seven years and I would say about the fourth or fifth year during my teaching tenure, I began to just lose a passion for teaching. And at that time I had begun to dibble and dabble into music production, songwriting and artistry. And I had, um, and a, let me see, the year 2000, or 1999 is when I put out my first single, and then 2000, I put out a full-length LP. And so I really loved the music, and I was getting a favorable response with it. And as a result, my desire for that began to increase as my desire for the teaching began to decrease and dwindle. And so I was able to hang in there a few more years, and I just felt comfortable, felt divinely inspired to launch out in 04 to pursue not just the music, but at the end of my teaching tenure, it was strange, but doors really began to open for me to do a lot of motivational speaking. And a lot of local area churches were calling me to come and speak to their youth. A lot of schools, elementary, high schools, junior high schools were calling me to come in and share uh, inspirational tips at their various assemblies and things of that nature. And so I really loved doing that. And I decided when I launched out, I would launch out into the motivational speaking, the music, and also in, into be, becoming an author. And what had happened 
I had begun during the years of my teaching, I would just get what I would call profound statements and I would just write them down, proverbs, if you will. And then all of a sudden I had a collection of about 22 or 23. And one day I just felt heavily inspired and I wrote 27 of them and I composed that into my first book. So here it is at in the year of 2004, I launched out to pursue the music production to finally publish the book and also become the motivational speaker. And so I'm doing that for about a year and a half. Things working well. Things are going okay. And um, I've decided I needed some more income. It wasn't enough that I felt was enough to, to take care, provide for my needs, and also fund my endeavors. And so what I decided to do, got the idea to start a janitorial service. And so we started that. And so now we're doing all of those things. They are running a janitorial business as well as doing the music production, the speaking, and the writing. And I recently published my uh, second book and second inspirational ebook, and also released a coaching program. And so that's kind of been my journey there the last, I would say, 13 years doing those um, various things, juggling them successfully, and just having a great time living this unpredictable, spontaneous life of an entrepreneur. That's what I love about entrepreneurship, as you said, right, fully. So um, the unpredictability of it, you know, and the spontaneity, it's what I am sh- sure so many entrepreneurs listening in can attest to that being, you know, what send your adrenaline rushing and things like that. You said something yes. that, yeah. So when you were in teaching, you said that all of a sudden the love for music as that increased, then your love for or for teaching decreases. And for me, that so resonated because I remember I, I remember even giving a, a, a talk as I as it were at um, a business conference. And I remember saying that clearly that when I started my business, as my love for my business grew, then the love for my nine to five that decreased significantly and it came yeah as you agonize right you realize that you cannot you (laughs) you cannot not go after that which is talking at your very soul that's it. That's it. Like you said, man, I just I had begun to become so frustrated and I was just having fits and it it was it just got to a really bad place. And then I knew, OK, it was I had to go. I couldn't shortchange my, my, my students because I love them. But it was just the setting and the format of teaching that got to me, the routine. I love to teach because I still teach just in a different capacity, in a, in a different arena. But just that format of being an elementary educator, being confined to that school system, it really just just got to me. So I had to launch out, you know, to, to do what I'm doing now, to have that flexibility and freedom and independence. But yes. So you say that you're still teaching now in some respects, right? But in terms of the traditional view of teaching and what it is, yes. uh, vis-a-vis what your entrepreneurial role is right now, is there any similarity that you're seeing between the two? Yes. Like I said, a lot of the concepts that I learned as a teacher, I apply to my speaking. And so, like I say, I'm not just an inspirational speaker. I consider myself an educator. And my my objective is to provide three things when I speak or just sharing, even with this direction, inspiration and education. And therefore, I'm able to give concepts that are really challenging intellect, challenge your mind, as well as inspire you. And so, like I'm saying, the things that I do, like on my program, even in my books, my ebook and also my nonfictional book, 
is information where you are learning. It's instructional information. It's stuff that just increases your knowledge, increases your wisdom, increases your understanding. And that's what I mean by, you know, I'm still able to educate and teach people, just not in that normal classroom setting. And it's uh, it's uh, dealing with life concepts and, and things of that nature, especially dealing with purpose and death, destiny and prophecy and, you know, life skills and success. And like I said, entrepreneur, uh, different um, strategies and stuff. So it all it all still goes hand in hand. It wasn't, um, I guess it it wasn't just something that was a waste. It was all a part of this complex destiny of mine. And so it was really relevant, you know, me be, becoming a teacher and attending college and just all of my experience is all relevant to me today and what I'm doing. Yes, it's all connected. Right. And you're seeing the dots connecting as it were, right? Um, yes, before yes. you eventually break from teaching, because even though your love for it begin to uh, decrease, it must, I believe, you know, it must have caused a little agonizing and this, you know, really deciding to, to quit teaching and go after your passion. How much was fear, if any, a factor in the time in which you did it? You know, was that a factor at all? I would say for me, no. And I know it, it may sound strange, but like I said, I felt divinely inspired. I felt God was letting me know you can do that. You can do this. And it's time to do it because I had just gotten to that place with the teaching. I couldn't do another year. I was that frustrated. And so I guess that that those emotions carrying over kind of overshadowed any fear that I had. And I believe, like I said, God had impressed to me that, hey, if you, you, you can step out, you can do it. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. And on that, I, that's what I stepped out on. And I had faith in it and believed that everything was going to work. And it's funny how you're asking me this question now, but just imagine me not knowing what's going to happen. A lot of people had that same question. Damon, you know, how are you going to make it? What are you going to do? How is this going to play out? You know, Man, if people were afraid, I never forget. Um, my spiritual leader at the time had a meeting with me, and he wanted to know, you know, well, what's this and that? And he said, well, we'll give it six months and see. We'll have this conversation again. And thank God, we've never had to have that conversation again. But it's just something about it. I was in faith, and I mean, I was not. I wasn't having. I wasn't being deterred at all. I wasn't having any distractions, and I wasn't losing focus. And regardless of who said what, just in my spirit, I had settled it that this is what I was going to do. And I mean, it just what it did to it inspired some. Some of my other coworkers ended up stepping out and doing things that they wanted to do after seeing my fate and after seeing me take the step. And it was just an awesome testimony to me to show that, hey, you know, it was even bigger than you. You thought it was just for you. But look at how you transform other people's lives and giving them the faith to take that step. And I mean, I guess what made it even more challenging for me, my wife and I, we had just had my third son and he was premature. And so it was a lot of issues involved with him. But it actually all worked out because during that time um, with me um, just starting off, I wasn't as busy. So I was able to be home with him during the day because we had to have all kinds of physicians and nurses and speech therapists and physical therapists. I mean, it was like a nursery in my house, like literally like a hospital because of 
so much care that had to go into helping him to get on his way and to develop and, and, and to succeed, you know, and, and to be okay. And so that, you know, it all happened. Everything just fit perfectly, as weird as it was. But I, I was able to conquer and master my fears, I would say, you know, and I really didn't have any. I just trusted that things were going to work. And they did. Now, it's been, a like I said, a crazy journey. We've been up. We've been down. All kinds of things have happened. But at the end of the day, I'm so fortunate and glad that I took the step. And I think many others are going to be blessed because of the step that I've taken, you know, and all of the things that I've learned. Because if you remove the experiences that I've had all of these years, then you really take away from me my platform. You take away my insight and wisdom, because had I not gone through the things that I went through, I would never have obtained the insight that I have. So I wasn't afraid. I wasn't. You said something that really resonated with me a while ago, and we're going to be going to a break. But what you said earlier about the fact that you settled it in your spirit, it was settled in your spirit, and that's it. That's it. You didn't need anybody else to tell you otherwise because you had already settled what you know to be true. And that's 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 what I want to drive home right now to our peak performance community that listen, it doesn't matter. Yes, it's okay to take wise counsel and we need to be listening to others, but it is so important for us to have things settled in our spirits. As long as it is settled with us, we don't care what anybody else wants to say. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. that's the, that's <laughs> it. Final end of story. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to be delving into some of the ups and the downs that Damon made reference to earlier. He did say, you know, the journey has been, yes, many ups, many downs, many wins, many losses. Uh, that's the that's the road of entrepreneurship. We're going to hear that when we come back. Well, let's take a break. Thank my sponsor and come back. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back. And we are talking with Damon Naylor. Damon, he's an author, motivational speaker, life coach, and he's inspired us thus far. And he will continue to do so, picking up where we left off. And now we're going to be talking about some of those ups and downs of the entrepreneurial journey for Damon. Take it away. Okay. Well, we'll start with the ups. Um, <laughs> starting here. Yeah, definitely. We'll start with the ups to encourage you. And so when we first started the janitorial, I mean, things were booming. We made close to uh, almost $100,000 or six figures within like a year and a half. We were able to uh, literally have like 13 employees and we were 
um, just racking up contracts here, left and right, this and that, you know, just all over the place. Even with the music, CD sales, opening the doors, the speaking, the book sales, you know, looking at all the endeavors, everything was going well, especially at the start. And thank God for that. But it's like all of a sudden things started shifting. And I was saying in every aspect, it's like I just went through a proven and a testing series season, whereas, you know, I think that the sales kind of stopped for the music, for the books, speaking engagements, the uh, opportunities kind of halted a little bit. And then all of a sudden with the janitorial, um, I think it was should have been about 08 or 09 or so. We ended up having to break up the partnership that we had with the guy who was my partner. And so that was a very challenging situation because it's a whole long story that goes with that. I don't have time to get into it. But just say it, it was it wasn't a really good break. It wasn't an amicable break. And so he ended up taking some of the business. I took half. And like I said, from those changes that, you know, that the repercussions from that just just had a, an effect on the business and on me personal life. And um, like I say, with business is just so unpredictable. That's where the lows come in. You know, like I say, kind of losing contracts here and there. You might gain one. You might lose two. And, you know, losing employees, the breakup, then having some financial dilemmas in the midst of it. And I think those would I will be what I consider the lows of it. But the key is just sticking with it and being faithful and committed to what you're doing and just kind of always looking, always being in the process of looking for another stream of income, whereas you won't have to just work it yourself, but something that you can possibly generate to just create another revenue that you can have coming in, bringing in some type of finances to just help you. And um, I think if you could have that mindset as an entrepreneur, not just getting stuck in one thing, but having several streams, you know, if you try and you start going in one direction, you see that it's not working, pivot. Sometimes you don't have to totally release the thing, but you may have to give your attention to something else. And throughout this journey, what I've discovered, which is so such a vital component of my program, is what I call the dominant gift. And the dominant gift is what you are divinely created and, 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 and imbibed with. You know, you've been empowered and endowed with this special gift. And it's in one of six areas located on our bodies. And I analyze it with my program. But what I've discovered, my areas in the area of communication are dealing with what I call your mouth gifts. And anything dealing with communication, I will automatically excel in because that's where my dominant gift lies. And as I analyze the things that I'm doing the most, the speaking, the music production, well, as far as being an artist and, and rapping, that's that's what I do. And also the writing, those are all three forms of communication, different forms, but the same concept. And that's what I'm saying. If people can, you know, if you can definitely find that area, then you will really be fulfilled and you will succeed in that area. But at the same time, you may have to start something in another area that can create passive income where you can possibly employ and hire others to run the business. But at the same time, it generates income to help you fund the things that you're really passionate about. And so, like I say, you know, but those were the lows, I would say, just the, the partnership breakup, the financial dilemmas and just the unpredictability of business, you know, losing here and there and at the same time gaming gaining but but you don't know what's going to go on from day to day so that's why a lot of people are fearful about business they prefer the stability as they call it a 
safe job where they know, okay, I'm getting paid on the first, I'm getting paid on the 15th. I know exactly how much I'm getting. But as an entrepreneur, you look forward to that that potential. You know, I could generate millions. I'm just not confined to a certain salary and all kinds of things can happen because of the way I position myself. But that's so key and important. During that moment when you were going through that business breakup, I know, you know, it. I would love to know your thoughts during that time. And secondly, what lesson, most important lesson that you've learned from that experience? Well, what was going through my mind, because it wasn't just in that area, it dealt with, because the person, we were not just connected in a professional setting, we were connected as friends, you know, personal, and as and in a spiritual setting. And so that one mess up, it affected those other areas as well. So it kind of, it was the betrayal, because it was not only him, and it ended up being just a whole group of people people who I was close to ended up turning their backs on me and it was just a time of isolation and so I think one of the the greatest emotions I was feeling was more so surprised than anything because I, I know how people can change and people are unpredictable to turn in a second but I guess just to experience it myself and to see through whom it came that was like it was just a shocking and um just a just a, a strange feeling a strange emotion you know i would think i wasn't depressed uh wasn't discouraged because um you know i set out to do what i was going to do and i knew i was going to do it regardless whether he was here or not but it was just shocking and it, it just really shocked me you know I, I i didn't see that one coming in other words you couldn't have told me that so when it happened this was like a wow moment just a wow moment but what I've learned is what I just said is just it confirmed to me how people are just unpredictable and how you have to still remain focused and you have to be resilient. You have to bounce back and you have to adjust to things like that because all kinds of other things have happened. You know, I just told some of the main things you know just in life period as well as business but you have to adjust you have to adjust to accommodate the unforeseen circumstances and situations that you're going to encounter and so that's what it taught me to be flexible to adjust to be resilient you know don't give up although there's a breakup although things look like they're just going crazy just stabilize yourself and stay focused on your journey and what you're trying to accomplish and as we're wrapping up, we're preparing to wrap up. I want you now, Damon, to take us through, take our prospective entrepreneurs and even our current entrepreneurs, how it is that they can manage their expectations. The key is setting realistic expectations, you know, your goal setting. Make sure it's measurable. Make sure it's reachable. But also make sure it's something that you you really need some help, some divine intervention some help to obtain. And so, you know, be, be, be honest about what you're trying to do. Also, like I always try to tell people, go after your passion. And that gives you an unfair, unfair advantage to me, because if you're passionate and also skilled at doing something, then it kind of puts you a step ahead of anybody else who it might be a secondary gift. If it's your primary gift, then go after it. But like I'm saying, you know, set the realistic goals, Keep yourself accountable. Constantly look at your goals. And like I said before, adjust your goals according to different. Sometimes it may take longer than you expected. Sometimes it may require more money or more resources than expected. So adjust your expectations to meet those things. You know, if it costs a little more, it's going to take you a little longer. Be, be realistic about it and then create 
um, new and ingenious ways of raising that money, raising that capital, and just still getting it done. But that's the key to meet, meeting your expectations, being flexible and being able to adjust to just the situations in your situation. Everybody's different situation is different. And so you have to play with the cards you have and use the resources that you have. But don't be afraid to adjust. It might take longer. Um, you know, it might take a little more uh, help or whatever, but just stay focused at reaching your goal. You mentioned earlier that you have a gift for our community, and I'm going to ask you to share that. And in closing as well, share your contact information where our community members can reach out to you and to continue being inspired by you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, they go to my website. My most comprehensive website is the real D-A-R-I-L dot O-R-G. And if you click on the links tab at the top of it, it'll have my first inspirational ebook, which is entitled The Great Taste of Success. And so once you click on the link, it has a download link and so we want to bless you guys your community with that book and it has 50 inspirational proverbs in it that provide wisdom and insight concerning destiny success tips relationships gifts and talents and you name it so this will really inspire you guys but as you stated that's my most comprehensive website on the first page you have links to my courses and, and my coaching sessions that I have. It also has a link to the G3 program and also my social media handles. Handles All of that's on the first page. But I give the social media again. Twitter is D-A-R-I-L and the number one. That's at the real one. And Facebook is Damon, D-A-M-O-N dot Nailer, N-A-I-L-E-R and the real D-A-R-I-L dot O-R-G. If you go there, Everything is laid out for you. So we surely appreciate you. Henneke. What a blessing it has been to listen to you and to hear you share your story of inspiration and transformation, you know, and one that has been a successful journey with its ups and downs, like is, is expected for any entrepreneur. Thank you for being such an inspiration. And I wish you all the best as you continue to pursue your own personal vision and continue to spread the message of purpose and success. Amen. Likewise, and I, I appreciate you and I pray the same for you. I see you got a lot going on and we appreciate your platform and what you're doing to help spread messages, positive messages. So we thank you again. That's it, my peak performers. We have, in fact, come to the end of another great show. Thank you so much for listening from all over the world. We have Peak Performer community members in Japan, India, the Netherlands, so many islands in the Caribbean, including Jamaica, where I'm from, the United States of America, and so many, many more. I know I shouldn't have started to call names because there you are thinking, how come she's not calling my country? Just know that I love and appreciate you, okay? If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give me some more love by subscribing and rating, reviewing and downloading the episodes in iTunes. It really means a lot when you do that. Or you may just leave a comment on the show notes page on hennikawatkisporter.com. You see, the beauty of doing this podcast is that in addition to speaking with some amazing guests and connecting with you, my awesome peak performance community, I also get to become affiliated with some excellent products and services. For example, HostGator, they host my website and they have some great deals going on if you're looking for web solution. 
If you click on the link on my homepage, you can get to take advantage of these deals as well. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, you know, you've been hearing me podcast and you have no doubt follow several other podcasts and you have an interest in starting your own, then certainly check out Blueberry. They have a hosting promo going on. All you need to do is click on the link on my homepage, henikawatkisporter.com and enter the promo code the U T H E E N T R E P Y O U. Be sure as well to check out the resources tab on my website for books and other useful resources that I personally use and recommend. I would not share something with you uh, and recommend as a resource if I've not used it myself and can attest to the impact that it will make and it has made on me and I know it will make on you as well. And did you know that I'm the founder of a clothing line? Yes, yes, yes. My very first business, Pato Apparel. If you want to check out some amazing Jamaican t-shirts and other clothing, then of course, head over to patoapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Patoapparel.com. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?